So today we've got Max Rushton. Yeah. Who uh, is a radio broadcaster, podcaster, much like ourselves. Could get some tips. Presented yeah. to Soccer AM. Yeah, I'm sort of after some tips, really. Because I think his football podcast is the top podcast. So what time is it going to be in Australia now for Max? 6 a.m. Oh. It's super early for him. I know. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, that I was going to start moaning that he's a minute late, but I thought, no, that's one minute past six in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who, who does he support? What's his, what's his I team? I don't know. I don't. Here we go. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here he is. Here we go. <laughs> Straight in with the uh, how do you make a good football pod yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be up with him. <laughs> I do. Hey, hi Max. Hi, hi, hi Max. So sorry for being. I don't know. I feel like I've sort of not been available. Like appeared that I'm much busier than I am in real life. Just sort of constantly. Oh, actually, I can't do this one. I, can't well, I was really worried one. I was going to have the flu again. I was going to. Go, oh no, I've got to tell him I'm ill again. <laughs> oh, and I'd forgotten that bit. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's very. What time is it where you are? It's six a.m. I really wanted to tell you off for being slightly late. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite a stickler for punctuality, actually. Are you? Yeah. I, I sort of, because I'm an incredibly square person. Like, you know, oh, like, are you? I, yeah, really massive square. So I, I don't have any reason for being late for anything ever. Oh, you know? what time did you get up to do the pods? This is. Uh, I got yeah. up. I got up. Well, I have a 10 month old. So. Oh, okay. I've basically been up. It's just the whole night. Are they not? Are they not sleeping? Oh, yeah, and he was quite good at sleeping. You know when? Yeah. You know Did when? You get cocky. Yeah, got cocky, and also like, um, just realised what a staggering lack of empathy you had for your mates. Because yeah. I'm incredibly old, dad, like new dad, and like when my friends were like, "Oh yeah, he didn't sleep last night," I'd be like, "Oh right." Like, and that's it. And you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, he didn't sleep at all. Like, didn't. That's like quite no. a big. That's quite a big deal. Like, I really like doing the sleeping bit. And anyway, so John, I apologise to all my shit, friends. You, John, you don't give a shit, John. Uh, no, this is interesting. I've got all this to come in life. <laughs> you really don't uh, give a shit. How old are you, John? Oh, I do. How old are you, John? Uh, I'm. I just turned twenty-one. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. You know, I'm so. Um, I'm so jealous of young people, right? And I don't know when this happened. Yeah. Um, there's a video. Have you seen that video? Like, it's in super slow-mo, and it's of about five or six, like, teenage boys. And they 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 throw a shuttlecock or something on the floor, and whoever it lands on, like, has to pick up an egg and throw it at someone. Have you oh, seen this? Yeah, I've seen it. No. Right? Yeah, I've seen it. And yeah, it's yeah. in, like, a field, and it's like... It's like, oh, they don't realise that this is the best. This is life. This is absolute peak life. Is running away from your friend, throwing an egg at you. It's like that is absolute peak, and it's not good. Yeah, to <laughs> no. That is one thing I've learned from doing this because obviously, because of my age, we interview like people that are like a lot older yeah. than me, with the greatest of respect. Yeah. Um, but like you learn to like that. This, these are the best years of your life. Like being at uni, having like very little responsibilities. So like, I'm learning to enjoy the, those little things. What do you good. What do you think when you look at me and Max? <laughs> um, 
genuinely, not, not a lot, truthfully, to be fair, what you, you like Christ well, Almighty. You've both got family, kids. That's quite that's quite a big thing. A lot of people don't get to do that. You've got houses and successful careers. So like they're, that's they're quite sounds pretty good, good over here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look at us. My friends, we were trying to work out, me and my friends, at what age we peaked. Everyone said 31 was when I peaked. So it was 12 years. Or ago. physically. Or... Just gen- like in everything, in every like in every way, when did you peak? Because the difficult thing about being a footballer, I think, and I've I've spent a lot of time in talking to footballers, is that you, you know, you know you peaked at like 28. Like I may not have peaked. Like there, there is a slim chance that something could happen. That like in twenty years, I could have, I could be, you know, I could be hosting the wheel or something, whatever. Oh you God! Know? Like you know, or <laughs> is that is that getting peak? ahead? I don't know. Peaking at twenty eight. Yeah, I know. And right, Max, what's it like talking to footballers? Uh, I'd love to. I'd love to be friends with footballers. Oh, I'm not friends with any. But am I Are friends you? with any footballers? <laughs> Not really. No, not, I don't really? know. Not really. I'm trying to think. It's difficult like, to cross that. I'm, I'm, I'm begging all of them. I'm constantly, yeah. <laughs> constantly messaging them, going, "Do you want to go out to play?" And they're all like, "No," because I, because you know, obviously, I just said, "Do you want to have a kick about?" And that's the last thing they want to do. No, I don't think I am friends with any footballers. But like, do you have any? How many you got on your phone? I don't know. Quite a lot, but like, not any like. I, I'm at a very sort of ends and level. Now. Let's, let's prank him. Yeah, come on, who's the biggest hitter? Who's the biggest hitter? Who's the biggest, who's the biggest hitter? Oh, on your phone. God, this is a cracking that's question. A, that's a good question. Ooh. We're literally one press away. But, okay, so let's so, so start from A, right? Yeah, Fuck. let's go. Yeah. Is this the beginning? Are we beginning, are we beginning the podcast? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. No, <laughs> yeah, well, okay, yeah. okay. So the first... The first footballer in my phone is former Portsmouth central midfielder, I think Portsmouth, Aaron McQuenna, who I think played for South Africa as well, you know. Um, no, don't know him. So but we're in the A's. We're, we're in the A's so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I'm just going down the A's. Yeah. Um, well, Alan Brazil from, uh, you know. Beautiful. Of course, uh, although we don't message a whole lot. No, um, <laughs> no. Alan is quite good, actually. <laughs> Alan is a great one. Because it goes from Alan Brazil to then Alan Davis, Jonathan Creek, to Alan Fletcher, Carl Kennedy from Neighbours, to, Mac- <laughs> <yeah>, to Alan McAnally, <laughs> to Alan McAnally, uh, former Bayern Munich centre forward, to Alan Pardew, to Alan Smith, that's great, isn't it? What the old Newcastle Leeds, Alan? Smith. No, no, the the Arsenal. Oh, the, yeah, Alan the Smith, Arsenal. Who's who's a lovely man? But like, I don't ring any of these people up. Once I um, <laughs> once, like occasionally, like during the Soccer AM Glory years, which was two thousand and eight to twenty fifteen, which was coincidentally the same years that I was on it. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we we had like a, at the end of the show, you'd have a photo with everybody who was on the sofa, and then sometimes somebody wouldn't. Like, I'll say, oh, I'll just send you that photo. So you get someone's number that you didn't ever need or or want. And then uh, I had a, I was being FaceTimed. I woke up one, Saturday, one Sunday morning at like 5.30 a.m. because Goldie was FaceTiming me. And I reckon that is the most of all the butt dials in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I spoke to him last year. 
Did you, I, he seemed like a nice chap. Yeah, he's in Thailand now. Is he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's good to get an update. He never, he never, re- he never calls anymore. No, so, no. How funny. But, I, but, I, but like, I don't ring any of these people. I like, don't, no, I don't really. I hang out with my school friends, you know. That's what John should realise from this ageing thing. You don't want to be friends with famous no. people. I feel like the more the more I sort of get to know footballers, the more kind of non-plus they are about being yeah. footballers. Yeah, I think so. Oh. Well, that's just sort of what their job is, isn't it? <clears throat> you know. And it's so- quite like a poignant quote that Pierce Sweeney said, didn't he, on the pod that you did with him, Dave, where he's like, being a League Two footballer is not all it's cracked up to be, which is quite like... <laughs> well, that's the shit thing about being a League Two footballer. Is you have to get, you have to like plan your career afterwards. Like, what are you going to do? At least if you're, and I don't think it's, I, I, I don't think, I think if you're a Premier League one, I think it's really hard because you've got millions of pounds, but you just don't know what to do with yourself. Either way, I don't think, in my experience, it's, I don't think it's necessarily the easiest path to happiness, which is what we're all looking well, football, for. Right? Football. Yeah. I don't think it no, is. Podcasting is. I think podcasting podcasting. is. I really is. You don't have to leave <laughs> the house, right? You don't it have is. to. Let me tell you this, right? So, the, for the World Cup, we did Guardian Football Weekly. We did one every day of the World Cup, and the number of emails I get from bosses going, "Oh, you must be so tired," and I'd be like, "I'm so tired," and I've just sat on the sofa, right, and watched football, and then you just get a panel of people who really know what they're talking about, and really, you just go, "What do you think?" I just say, "What do you think?" in different ways. All day, <laughs> it's yeah. And that's it. So, what do you do, Max? Like day to day, Monday to Friday. Monday to Friday. Okay. What are you Monday. doing on Monday morning? On Monday morning, yeah. Um, I'm probably. What am I doing? Monday morning, I take my son to uh, swimming lessons. Right, I mean, how much detail do you want? <laughs> Me and Mrs. Russell well, sort of not that. <laughs> <laughs> Happy we'll to get, go with it. We'll get a coffee. We'll get a coffee. <laughs> then I go to swimming oh, yeah, lessons. a lovely little coffee. We'll go to swimming lessons. Actually, can you take his name out? I'm not meant to tell his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll cut out. Um, yeah. Take him swimming. Then I'll probably get into the... I'll probably watch uh, Match of the Day 2 on a... On a uh, legal in a legal way because <laughs> that for so work good. purposes or yeah. You just... yeah 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 it's work for work and and what's great yeah. about living in australia is you can get to match of the day without knowing the scores much more easily because you've been asleep the whole time so you just wake up don't look at your phone match of the day especially sometimes the time difference is like 7 30 a.m and that's like brilliant um i always the... find we match the day i watch the first one then i sort of don't give a shit about anything else oh uh, really because that's the best one yeah, there is like, an issue. Oh, okay. There's an issue with not knowing. Not knowing the scores is fun, but then if like, if if you know if, if Man City are on like fourth, well, you know they've won already. You know, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't can't mix up the order so like there's a shit nil nil to start with, <laughs> and then I'll be really like, I've got no yeah. idea what the scores are. Scores yeah. are, but they always start probably sensible editorially to start with the most interesting game, but it doesn't suit me. Um, well, are you I'm, making little notes on a notepad when you watch it? Yeah, I'm making oh, notes. Like what? Yeah, what are you saying? Notes. What are you writing down? So, so on a so so on a because I've got radio on a Sunday on Talksport. So on a Sunday morning, I'll wake up and I'll take notes on match of the day, and that'll do for the. I'll use them on the Sunday morning Talksport show, which I now do at 10 p.m. on a Sunday night. <laughs> 
sort of 10 till midnight on a Sunday. That's a bit late, isn't it? Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's a bit come late. April, come April, it's eight till 10 because the clocks change here and there. And that's a great Okay. Night. Yeah. Um, so, so then I read, watch most of the day and take notes, and that's for the work. That's for that's for the talks which are on Sunday. So then on Monday I'll do the same, and then there's a little Google Doc with the pod script uh, in it, and then I'll do the pod at seven thirty on a Monday night. Okay. Which is eight thirty. I'm quite tired. I'm quite. I'm tired now. Yeah. I'll be quite. I mean, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of. There's a lot of. Um, uh, yeah, I'm much better in the. I'm much more of a morning person, but it's important that that my boss is don't think there's any difference in my levels of asking people what they think between the yeah. morning and the evening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cause, yeah, yeah. Because they've all let me do this from Australia, which is fucking insane, right? It's like, what, it's how great, lucky isn't it? is that? You can do it anywhere. Yeah. You can do it anywhere. You know, the, there were downsides to the pandemic, we've got to be honest. Um, but being able to move to Australia was sort of happened because of this. Because the, like the Guardian pod, we just do it like this now. We're all remote and we were doing it remote for the whole pandemic. And it's actually meant that you can get better guests, you can get more guests, because you don't all have to be in the room. I'm sure you found this with the pod, right? It's not like, can you get to Exeter for 3 p.m.? No, I can't do that. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> who, who would you Nobody. get? You'd get, um, who's, uh, who's a Mike Wozniak live in Exeter? Yeah, he Is does. Mike Wozniak yeah, does. You get, you'd get him every week. And he's a funny man. I'd, I don't know him, but I I I appreciate him. So it would just I, be saw, I, I saw him it. on the beach in a pair of speedos. He looked fantastic. I bet he, I bet he did. Yeah, he looked really good. <laughs> so it'd be a different podcast because it would just be Mike Mosniak every week going. I still don't support Exeter, so leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. When did you? How long? No. How long did it take for you to feel comfortable on the radio, knowing thousands of people are listening? And um, I, f- I feel like I do a lot of stuttering and then get sacked. Yeah, well, well, what you need to do is start at a radio station without any listeners. So I started at BBC Radio Cambridgeshire. And and so that was great. How old were you? I was 23 then. So I was doing Saturday. So I, basically, I sort of went in and was just doing whatever, you know. Is there anybody that can drill into an ostrich egg? you know, for this show, yeah, I'll do that. Or like, you know, can you go and report on the Huntington guided bus? Or like I did Peterborough's oldest lamppost, which was quite uh, interesting. I remember it. Yeah, it was good. It was a good one, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and, it was a cracker. I had to do a five yeah. minute report without any guests. And the funny thing about Peterborough's oldest lamppost is it looks quite a lot like all the other lampposts. It was just the first one they put in. So like there was nothing, it's not anything remotely lampposts aren't generally memorable things but there was nothing like there was nothing special about this lamppost um so i suppose once you can do five minutes on peter Zolder's lamppost you can do 10 minutes on you know john do you reckon you could do that what five minutes on peter or Zolder's lamppost? Yeah. Lamp yeah. yeah go no. <laughs> yeah. I, couldn't make it in- I reckon you could i couldn't I couldn't make it interesting now. Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, the saying I made it interesting is, is really, <laughs> it's really overstating things. Um, that makes me feel lucky to, to have gone straight into like the footballing side because I could easily be doing like, like you said, X is old as lampposts or something like that. So to be yeah. like co commenting on the X City games is like. Oh, that's great. I tried to do. I, 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 I um, so I started in sport. I started doing like. Cambridge United, that's what I started doing. Like, not not like the commentary, but doing like, you know, interviewing the manager and, you know, going, any injuries, John? And him going, you know, like, and, and then 
I sort of actually thought, A, I wanted Radio 1 breakfast show because I, you know. Did I mean, you? I, I, had, I had no idea how uncool I was <laughs> until I was like <laughs> sent, until I sent like a CD to Radio 1 and they were like, oh, come and have a chat. And I sort of, I was wearing deck shoes. Well, you had a chat with them, time when they, Yeah, when they were, when I was like, that must have been a couple of years later. So I was at Radio Cambridgeshire and I did, I sort of did everything and eventually got like a show on a bank holiday Monday in August. And I was absolutely terrified, like terrified, you know, because you sort of said, this is what I want to do for my whole life. And then suddenly you actually got to do it. And, you know, I'd be like, and now here's Coldplay. And I put the wrong CD in the box and they'd play Eddie Grant, but I'd be too scared to change it. I just played the whole of Eddie Grant and not, <laughs> yeah, not yeah, my yeah. reference, but, yeah. you know, and then, um, um, but, and then, and then I think I did like Saturday afternoons in the summer. That was like the next how old were you when you do it? That's a big deal. 20, 23, 20, 20, I was around 23, I think. I was, God almighty, I think what I was yeah. doing. What were, you doing? What, were you, what were you doing? I'll be honest with you, I was smoking yeah. a lot of pot, Matt. Were you? You see, I <laughs> Yeah, and I was completely aimless. I was, I'd never taken any drugs. I wish I, I, had... I was so aimless. Yeah. But that's all right, it's worked out though, hasn't it? Well, look at me, I'm... Yeah. You're having a nice time, aren't you? Yeah, I'm having a lovely time. Yeah. You've got a nice, you're in a nice room. You've got, is that an yeah. exercise bike? You've got yeah, I've got a little exercise, exercise ball. And... Oh, that's good. Do you Don't do worry that? about that. What's that? Do you, do, do you use the I haven't sat ball? on that for about a month. All right, okay. <laughs> Why fair. not? That's actually, that's actually a lot sooner than I thought you were going to say. Yeah. I thought you were going to say a few years. Yeah, don't worry about me. I've started boxercising. Anyway, this isn't that's about. Good. So I did that, and then I got Saturday breakfast, so that was exciting. I'd be like 20, I'd be walking to work at like 5, 4.30 a.m. And like people my age were sort of staggering out of nightclubs. And I was thinking, am, am I making the right decision? What am I doing? This is mad. Oh, but you, you know, were though. Yeah. Maybe, I, I mean, I don't know. Like nightclubs. Are, do, you, do you regret not going out? I mean, I've been out. I've been out, John. <laughs> I mean, I've been out before. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, no. But like, <laughs> no, yeah, true. no, I don't at all actually because... I never really liked nightclubs anyway. Like they're so noisy, and like. And you must have been a little local celeb at that point. No, no, nobody. Oh. As I said, nobody. No, and like no young people listen to radio. Like the callers would be like really quite old. You know, it was the demographic. It was interesting. You would. I was trying sort of ah, zany things, and you know the listeners. I mean, they probably just didn't t change the radio station. That's most listeners just don't change. Unless you really do you remember what kind me. of listen like do you remember what kind of viewership you were getting at the time or listening? <laughs> no idea. I've no idea. No. And like I, I never found out ever. And then and then what happened? Then I did I did the I got the world record for the longest ever radio show, which was 121 hours <laughs> in a I did it for children in need and I did it in a shopping centre in Cambridge, right? <laughs> I think I was the only presenter who was young enough who wouldn't definitely die doing it. That was that was the that was the sort of logic. Did you not sleep for 121 hours? I, I was allowed 15 minutes off every eight hours. So at midnight, oh my God, midnight, I'd get into a little camp bed and go to bed for 15 minutes, and then during the night, I would just like play the Eagles back to back. <laughs> but I had to. You're only allowed to play two songs back to back, and then you had to say some words. And somebody would basically hit me around the face. I'd wake up and go. I think it's a pigeon over there, and they just play Nickelback or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. yeah.
I started you have the record. Did Moyles beat you? Did Chris Moyles beat you? No, he didn't beat me. He did another one. But I, but but the funny thing was, it took me longer to get the record than I held it for because some bloke in Slovenia started on the Wednesday, <laughs> and so like I finished and they just carried on going. Like it was, so but I didn't. It didn't matter. And then yeah. I went to BBC London and was like a yeah, like who a was there? BBC, I'm a big fan of BBC London. So Danny Baker was doing breakfast. Oh, and like Danny was like a big influence on me. Like every, like you've never had an idea that he hasn't done already, right? So um, so like he was doing breakfast, and like occasionally I would be like a sports reader. I was like reserved sports reader. I would have so been listening to you then back then. Two thousand. This is oh five. Yeah, definitely. 05 to oh eight. Yeah. So. So, so it's this was, little internet treehouse gang that it have. Yeah, yeah. So Amy, Baylen, Amy LeMay yeah. and Baden Leonard and Mark O'Donnell did sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and who else was there? John Gaunt was doing serious, angry phonies yeah, after after Danny. Um, Vanessa Elms. Vanessa Feltz. Yeah. Um, Robert Elms. Good John. He's um, completely Joe zoning out. So, so I ended up, I ended up, when Danny left, Danny left and I ended up getting the breakfast show with Joe Good because they ran out of famous people and they I think it's true that they couldn't agree terms with Pat Sharp and so they were like oh shit we need someone so I did it for a year and then I got sacked because I wasn't famous and I was replaced by Paul did you Ross. get sacked well they just are you replaced by Paul Ross this, this is, my, my nemesis, this is my so nemesis not Paul for John Ross. any of this <laughs> no I know <laughs> Bloody <laughs> chat about Paul Sorry, Ross. I'm learning about 2005. Yeah. <laughs> what How old are you, 2005, John? Three or four. Oh. And you weren't into radio at that time? No, I was living I was living in Spain at the time, so oh, I wouldn't yeah. even have got it. Oh, that's where in yeah. Spain we. Well, so I was born in Bilbao in the north of oh, Spain. That's what? nice, isn't it? You've never were said you this before. Were you born in the Guggenheim? What cultured man? No, but that is oh. that is the most famous building, probably, it's isn't pretty it? Pretty amazing. It's a pretty great building. How, how yeah, come? Have you, how long do you live out there for? Uh, have you met? Have you two met? Have you met? This is David. He's never told me this until I was eight. Eight years old. I lived in Spain. Could you play for Spain? Could you play for Spain? Could I play for Spain? Yeah. Yeah, technically, yeah. Technically, yeah. And, and I'm not good enough. To technically, play. as well, that's because they're quite a technical side, and like you could, like, <laughs> and you look quite short to me from here, like little low center of gravity. Oh, no, he's not. Uh, very, not very, very tall. About, Is he very tall? Not very. Not very. Well, not very average. <laughs> average. Like just t- taller than David, maybe. Just because he's sitting behind his telly. I thought, wait, well, you look quite tall, Max. Fit. Are you tall? Six just, one. Yeah, six one. Yeah. Just so. under 6-1, yeah. Good time. I, I'm, I haven't quite broken the six foot. Uh, I think I'm fine. There's still time. Yeah. Nah, I'm not going to grow uh, much more. Okay. And then you did, and then you did Soccer AM, Max. Then I went to... So I did that this year. I did yeah. Soccer AM this year. Oh, yeah. Is that still on? That's uh, No, I'm kidding. I am... Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, it is nice. actually. It, it's really good now, isn't it? It's really much better than we it We bought a be. lot of numbers. Yeah. We but um, one thing I thought when I was on it was I was quite... I was just quite amazed at how everyone just created this live show in this yeah. moment. I just yeah. thought it was amazing how yeah, it was yeah. all working in clubs. Yeah. And and I had no idea. So 
So I was, so I got, I, I got sacked off that breakfast show, and I was like, I had no idea what I was going to do. And I was still, at, I was still like at the BBC. I went back to reporting on, you know, dog shit and you know things that reporters do. Uh, like basically, you'd either do like dog shit or it's snowing, so go to Primrose Hill, or someone's been murdered in Plasto. Like, put your serious voice on. That was sort of what you did. And then, um, so I made a show reel and I sent it to everybody, right? And nobody Ooh, replied. What, nobody what were you replied. doing on the, snow, on the show reel? The show what, reel. How were you talking? So on the show reel, I. I'd done a bit of Inside Out, you know that show that's sort of on after the local news, like that you're just like sort of. It's yeah. sort of before the one show. It's or like it's around that time, and I and it's surprising stories from your area. And the surprising stories I'd done were Canary Wharf is bright at night, so that's a surprise, isn't it? To, to nobody um the the tube is busy at rush hour and i've done you can get drugs on camden high street and uh but i was like secretly i wore like a <laughs> i had like a secret camera with a shirt to get like in my shirt but it was so big the shirt was a bit like when homer simpson had that <laughs> camcorder and like put a turban on it was like ridiculous and i obviously don't know anything about drugs i just walked up camden high street asking people for drugs and if they said Did yes you, well, I'd like did yeah, you? <laughs> yeah, and I'd run away because I just like didn't want to get beaten up because I didn't want any drugs. I didn't, and when and the trouble was, it was a bit like you know when you can say something in a foreign language, right? So you say it, you go to Spain and you say, "Ah, uh, cómo estás," and then you don't understand John's Spanish. Nodding. Yeah, you don't understand. Yeah. So they reply and you go, "Well, that was a waste of time." It's a bit like me asking for drugs. I'd say, "Have you got any drugs?" And they'd be like. I've got something, something, come and have a dib dab. And I'd be like, I don't know what that means. Come and have that. a dib dab. I remember this man <laughs> saying, come and have a dib dab. And I was like, I don't want to have a dib dab. <laughs> I'm actually reporting for Inside Out. <laughs> Inside Out. I don't want any drugs. I've never taken drugs. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> so then I run away. So it wasn't a very good report. Anyway, I, I spliced them together. And then I just recorded some other bits of me wandering about. And I remember I finished the showreel sitting on a sofa with Vanessa Feltz because fame, you know, sh TV shows are always people on sofas with Vanessa Feltz. So I just said, I'm on a sofa with a famous person. Thanks for do you joining think us. That, do you think that helped? I mean, I don't know why that helped me get soccer in, but like, yeah, probably. But like, I sent it to everybody and nobody replied except the Travel Channel who replied saying I was boring. I wasn't edgy enough. And, and Sky, who rang me up and gave me this fucking show. And I was like, this is mad. Wow, what? They gave you a presenting job off the back of that? I got Soccer M off the back of that. I'd never done TV in my life. Went and chatted about Cambridge United for an hour with them, right? Then they said, do you like Soccer M? And I'd been a fan of the week, like in 2000. And I went, oh, yeah, I like the show. I was a fan of the week in 2000. And they went, all right, well, we've got something for you. We'll give you a call in a month or two. And I was like, it can't be that. I'd be like, it'd be like that temp in bowling. You know, they've got, you know, sometimes you're up really late at night and they've got temp in bowling on or the pool, you know, you know, Europe via the USA, nine ball pool. And you think, I don't want to watch this. And then you watch 10 hours of it. And you're like, why am I still watching this? So I thought it'd be that. And then they just said, look, I went in again. It was a really weird day. I, I had an audition for Blue Peter in the morning, right? This is a wonderful anecdote. Yeah, it's great. What is going on? <laughs> audition? Who was on Blue Peter at the time? <laughs> it wasn't like Peter Duncan. It was like, 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 it was like Blue Peter. I think I'm trying to think who else. So 
I think Helen Skelton was in that audition. Oh, yeah, I think. Sort of... Helen Skelton. No, John's woken up. Oh, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Welcome, John. <laughs> she wants. Yeah, to... she was on Blue Peter when I was a kid. Yeah, Helen Skelton. So... Yeah. Think so. I think it was her, or maybe she had the gig. I can't remember if she might have been. I can't remember who else was doing it. But anyway, it was really hilarious because everyone was. I was twenty eight at the time. Everyone else was like twenty two. So I walked into this audition, and I and I had that audition, and then I had to go on to Sky. After. Oh no no no! I went to Sky in the morning. This was it. I woke up and I went to Sky and I, I checked the notes for the audition right for Blue Peter and it said bring in a prop that represents your life. I'm like, who has one of them? Like what? Like what? So anyway, years before, a friend of mine had sent me an anvil in the post because they thought it'd be funny for the postman to have to deliver an anvil, right? So I had an anvil in a bag. I put an anvil in a bag and I got the train out to Isleworth, right? So I got the train out to Isleworth and I went in. And I sat down with the head of Sky Sports, who's no longer with us, but this amazing guy built Sky Sports, Vic Wakeley, from nothing into like what he is now. And he was a Geordie guy. So like, forgive the accent, but he just went, right. I want to talk about Super AM. And I said, yes. And he said, would you like to do it? And I was like, so I was literally going, there must be like an audition or a screen test or something. And I just went, yes, please. And then he went, you know, what other work are you going to do? I went, oh, I'll just do this like this year so you you know you give me next year went, oh, i'll give you a two-year contract so you're sitting there like, it's not a heineken advert you're like the fuck is going on here and then uh then he said do you want to talk about money i went no 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 i just sort of started, like had an agent i had no idea i'd have done it for a pound i've literally no idea and and he was like okay and he said like will you do this or blue peter and i went well i'll do this but like you know but like that's a good thing that's happening this afternoon you know like sort of for your um, negotiations. Bearing in mind, six weeks before, I've just been sacked and had no job. <laughs> Not a massive yeah. spot on the end of my nose. Like the timing was ridiculous. And then he started talking to me about like the playoff final. So he offered me the job, and then like it was the playoff final where Dean Windass had scored that volley for Hull City, right? And I hadn't seen it because I'd been out with my mates. I was like, oh fuck! I was like, I just got to get out of this room. I've got to get out before I'm found out. I just got to get out. Anyway, I got out and I rang my agent. I said, yeah, he's just offered me a two-year deal to do this. And I was like, he was like, and I was just like, my head was totally spent. I said, do I have to go to Blue Peter? He was like, you have to go to Blue Peter because, you know, unless a contract signed, someone else might happen, something else, whatever. And I was like, okay. So I went off to the Blue Peter auditions at TV Centre, which is a cool place, TV Centre. Like, it's no, I don't think it exists anymore, no, does it? It's not, no, I don't think so, no. But like, it's sort of this mystical place that I'd been in before, yeah. like for like work experience and stuff. And I was like, oh, well, I'm here. But like, I had a job, I didn't really want the Blue Peter job. So I'm sitting there holding an anvil and everyone else in this room, they're all like incredibly good looking. And they've got like that, not a hair out of place. And I'm already graying at 28. I'm like, I'm just, this is not, I'm not in the right room here. And they're all holding like a photo montage of their entire life, you know, oh equestrian, God. equestrian skydiving this. And I'm just holding an anvil, right? And then, and then, obviously, like I was so relaxed, I didn't care. It was one bit I was, I was, I had to like, you had to like do something with a water pistol, and I just sort of sprayed this co-presenter in the face of the water pistol. And I liked that. And then I was learning the history of Lego, and then my agent texted me and said, "Look, this is this is your deal for the next two years." And I'd never been paid any money really in my life before, and, and it was like, it was like uh, quite. Like a lot. I like, absolutely like, love yeah. to know how much it was. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I, like it was I, like I'd, 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 like I could afford to rent a flat. 
like rent a room in a flat share and go on holiday once a year. That's what I was on. That was in my life. And suddenly I was like, right, here's a, like an actual wage. And I was like, this is, so then I'm learning the history of Lego and my head's spinning and Sky have said, don't tell anybody, right? I'm sitting there, this is totally ridiculous day. And then the, that evening I was out with some friends, like, cause I was like an usher at a wedding and it was like getting ready for the wedding. Like all the boys would get together. And after two pints, I just sort of went, had really a weird day, chaps. You know, like it was totally life changing. And then I yeah. shat myself for two months, like I absolutely because I've never done any television, and it's quite a big deal. And I was like, can we like do a rehearsal? And Helen Chamberlain, who's brilliant broadcaster, was just like, oh, you'll be fine. And then I did it, and yeah. I was probably I was probably shit for two years. And some people would say for the whole thing, I was just so nervous. I was just was not relaxed. I wasn't myself, and it was quite a, a laddie show, and I wasn't laddie at all. You know, I'm sort of, I was in, I was in Cambridge County Youth Orchestra, like, you know, I was second clarinet in that, like, so it just took me long, it took me that much time to just go, well, I might as well just stop trying to be something that I'm not and just, like, just be, like, just, like, if they're going to sack you, they're going to sack you, don't stress about your contract. And then I had a nice time. Because yeah, it well, It's huge to just be given that job. When he it's done, totally ridiculous. What I, what I really st stuck out for me is just how much, which you have to do for live TV, but how much they sort of turn it on when the cameras are rolling. Just suddenly yeah. everyone's, there's all this energy. Yeah. And I was just stood there going, what? What's going on? <laughs> but, <laughs> so but I, suddenly, I don't try to, I mean, obviously when you do it, like even like now we're sort of on, so you're sort of, you know, you can't just like, sit there like I'm watching Death in Paradise. Like you have to do something. But I try to not be massively yeah. different when you're doing hard when, you're, when hard. you're on air and off air because because like otherwise it must be really tiring. Like there are people who are kind of they're an act and they're you know like kind of old school eighties show business whatever. But I was just like, well, I'm just going to try and just try and be good and like. I can't imagine what that first day was uh, like when the cameras were. Terror. The first day. That might I, be my dream job. Is that, whoa, that whoa, might whoa, be my whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. What? Yeah. That might be my dream job to do soccer. Would you take over? If they gave what, it. Right now? Yeah. If they said John. Um, yeah, probably. What year were you in at uni? Second year. Okay. You could probably do second year and soccer year, right? Because, you know, uni's not that. What you study? Uh, sports business and sports broadcasting. Right. Okay, so yeah, so they would probably let you off, you know, Fridays when they to set up school yeah. prep the show. Well, I'm only in. I'm only in at the moment, like three days a week. All right, all right, all right. But, yeah, God, that's a life in it. That's good. That's great. Yeah, what is this? Oh. Yeah, I've, I've always said like, you're treating that, this pod like a stepping stone, Sam. Yeah. No, I'm not. No, this is. This is. Oh, no, this, this is, is it, the beal and end all, isn't it? Yeah. This is it. This is the peak. I've peaked already. Yeah. Oh, no, it's great. it was unbelievable. Honestly, it was so much fun. And like, it was a mad, you know, like, like, and it was, it was like, what, like, it was just a, like, sometimes you'd be like sitting there and Mr. T would be a guest. You'd be like, what is this? <laughs> going, I'm getting a plane. And then you'd be like, oh, we'd always, we'd always like do the John Lewis advert. We'd wait for the John Lewis Christmas advert and then we'd do a piss take. So yeah. like, if it was a penguin, then I was like a, filming for a day as a penguin. You know, yeah, and like, and it was great. Like, I really loved it. Like, I it felt like from what I saw. I mean, it felt like the best job. It just felt like everyone's having. It was like a little party for two yeah, or three yeah. hours. But like, not like, 
obviously like it's hard work and for the production team it's hard work and not everyone likes yeah. everyone and like over a 40 week run which is quite long for a live tv show like it can get a bit fraught like like Ooh. it's it was um but like looking back like i i'm, I'm glad i'm not doing it now like i i sort of it, i it felt like even though i would have stayed i didn't want to be taken off when i was taken off and i moved to another show but actually i felt it was like a young person's like it felt like a young person's show to me and i was already you know by the time i left i was sort of late 30s i guess or mid to late 30s. i mean john if you, if i took over soccer am and you were watching would you go oh, for fuck's sake who's this bloke would, uh, would... what if i didn't know yeah you? if you're like who's this fucking old yeah i'd be like get him on. yeah <laughs> <laughs> fair enough get me in fair yeah. enough get in john fair enough <laughs> okay Hello everyone, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, then you might want to get on my Patreon. You get early access to ad-free episodes and there'll be videos and behind-the-scenes pics and it's basically a place where we can all hang out together. It's a bloody friendly community, if you ask me. So, uh, yeah, if you fancy it, just go to patreon.com forward slash David L. And also, Patreon is an app that you can download onto your phone. All for the price of a coffee. Like a posh coffee. Once a month, you pay a few quid, and then you get to be an MNFC supporter. Mind your football club supporter, that's what that stands for. That's your thing. So sign up at patreon.com forward slash David L, and the link is in the description of this episode. Thanks again for listening. Right, back. Back to the pod. Ten yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. We yeah, used to have eleven, but what happened to the eleventh one? Sean Wall said the eleventh one was just a bit of shit. What was it? Just, he refused to answer, didn't he? What was the eleventh? Emba- I don't even like saying it. it's embarrassing. Oh, no, I like to know the eleven. I like to know that one. It was um, oh, it's just embarrassing. No, can you ask me the eleventh <laughs> one? Hang on. Um, can you remember? I, it? I, I know the eleventh question. Go ask me, John. What Where is it? Uh, I think it was something like. If you have a, if you had advice for a fan, like a fan supporting a new team, yeah. what would what bit of advice would you give Yuck. them? I think that's still in it, isn't it? I'm sure, I was sent that one. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, you can answer it. We sort of dumped it two or three weeks ago, but more than happy to answer. Hang on, let me just see. Yeah, I've got eleven. What one bit of advice would you give me as a new yeah, fan? Yeah, just felt a bit. Shut up, David. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, like, but no, I think it's quite. I think. Because I, I hadn't, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about these questions. I apologise. No, uh, I've got enough. a young. If I hadn't had a baby, if I hadn't, yeah, had, yeah, if I hadn't yeah. had a baby, yeah. I would have done. But like, yeah. apparently, like parenting is, parenting is it's relentless. You have to keep. I've got going. three children. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Didn't you think after one, one is really like a shitload of kids? That's how yeah. we feel. Yeah. And then what? Happens? No, I'll tell you what. Someone said to us, when you have two, you might as well have two thousand. That's it's so. Just, what are you doing? You got you've got nineteen hundred. You got a fuckload to go. Only <laughs> you got a lot to go. I mean, last Sunday. Yeah, I shouldn't be saying this, but no, you can say it. I was just because parenting pod parenting podcasts do really well, so this could be yeah, they do. It could fly. Yeah, cash in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I'm fucking knackered. When do I get some me time? <laughs> yeah. How old are your kids? Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it at all. This sounds shit. No, but lie. it's sprinkled with love. Yeah. Honestly. And and like 
you just don't know until you know. Like, yeah, just one, like, honestly, we would say, we were in bed, me and Mrs. Rush did about half four this morning going, this is his worst night ever. And he'll wake up and we'll still be delighted to see him. Yeah. Imagine but five I, little Johns <clears throat> running around your ankles. Mm. Nah. Oh. Nah, I know what I was like as a kid. I was a little shit. It's not worth it. Give it a little Spanish shit. Then Bilbao being a shit. I, I, I would wait until I was I'm an old dad. I was 42 when... Uh, I'm, I'm sad now that he's won't have left home until I'm 62. <laughs> but like, I really enjoyed my 30s. I reckon more than my friends did. And you're quite old, aren't you? How old are you? Oh, all right, steady, mate. <laughs> yeah, David, you yeah, are. I'm really old. Do you know what? Yeah. I was... I was your age. Right. So, uh, yeah, the third, but I was 42, I think. Right, okay. I do think now, oh, God, I'm going to be... Look at John now. Yeah. So you're 21. I'm going to be like 60. I don't know what I'm going to be, late 60s. Yeah. Still oh, doing the pod. Yeah. 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 So the advice I would give, right, as a new fan, but you're not really a new fan anymore. You've been doing it. How long have you been a fan? Yeah, now? the whole concept didn't work. Yeah, that was the other thing. You're not you're not exactly new anymore, are you? You're, you're over a year and a half. Yeah, I still feel a little bit. Yeah, I mean, have you been accepted by the Grecian ultras? Nah, um, I think I think you have. I think you have. Yeah, from from what from like the feedback we get on social media, I'd say you have. Right. But listen, if you are an Exeter fan, right. You are amazed that anyone is doing anything. Like as a Cambridge fan, when there was anything in the media about Cambridge United, I lost my shit. Like yeah. if there was That's a page it. in four four two on Carlo Corazzi, well, the fact there's a podcast for Exeter people, yeah, be going, like they'll be like, "This is amazing." They'll be like, "I can't believe it." Well, they do. You know, That's this is agree. this is unbelievable. There's a whole like this is there are people talking about Exeter City on a regular basis. This is insane. Like you, this is the best thing that's happened to Exeter City for years, including you probably got promoted. And, and it helps, yeah. And it helps that you're a recognisable human being. You know, mm. you know you've, you've done all right for yourself. You've been in those shows. You've been in those shows. So my advice is, you'll know this, but you'll you'll know this now as a, a fan of a lower league fan, a lower league club. And actually, it doesn't matter if it's at any club because because you know you can't say on talk sport. And my dad is a big Tottenham fan, right? So I have like Tottenham as my big team who win things, and people are like, they have to win a trophy this year. No, they don't. Like the thing about you, like it doesn't matter what the result is. It doesn't actually matter what division you're in. None of it matters. Mm. You will still support that football team. And unless you're like a glory hunter, in which case picking well, a bit. unwise choice, right? <laughs> it doesn't. I, I used to like when I was at, when I was at school, and I would go week in week out. I wouldn't go to. I go to a few away games. Go to every home game, and I'd just say to, to Tottenham, people, oh, look, Tottenham. No, to Cambridge. To Cambridge. United. Oh, Cambridge. Cambridge, yeah. Cambridge are my the team that's in yeah. my heart. And I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, I'd say to my friends, oh, do you want to come this, to the Abbey this week? And they'd be like, oh, who are you playing? And I'd be like. It's the answer I'm giving is How never going to be good. I'm never going. No, no. never, it's never going to be Real Madrid, is it? It's no, it's going to be Rotherham or Wigan or Exeter. Like no, it's yeah. not going to be a team. Hey, steady, man! Yeah, yeah. Hey, come <laughs> on, but it's not going to make them go. Oh, oh, you're home to Stevenage. Oh, well, then I will. Then I. Then I. Then I will <laughs> come. You know. So uh, the, the yeah. football is almost irrelevant, is what I think. Like, like. To be fair, I'm so fortunate. Like all my uni mates like buzz off like lower league football like a lot of them support like Premier League teams like your Liverpools and all that but when Exeter City are playing sort of Morecambe or someone nearby or Sheffield Wednesday or whatever they're like yeah let's go Derby let's go we're just like really where are you where are you, where are you studying Ma- Manchester oh you're in Manchester right oh yes we've got loads of lower league clubs around there yeah 
That's um. We go to watch loads of lower league clubs as well, like Ultranum, like Stockport. Well, Stockport in League Two now, but they were in yeah, the conference. Yeah. And no, I love yeah, it. It was great. I, lo- I love it. I, I would 100% watch lower league football over Premier League football every day of the week. And actually, the best, the, the I think like if your expectation, my expectation as a Cambridge fan are zero, right? I, if we win, <laughs> I am surprised, and if we don't, I'm like, well, that's what I thought would happen. Well, I'm not having that. Yeah, I'm not having that. So like, that, so like, you can't. If you know, if you support a big team, then like, if you're a Man City fan now and you win the league, it's like what you should be doing. So like, where's the joy? You had this problem. You had this problem, didn't you, David? When Man United won the treble, you thought, well, what is there? Do you know what? I had an existential crisis when we were genuinely when I was 24. We won the treble. I was just what? what? I'd I'd reached the top of the mountain and there was nothing there. Do you know when I had an existential crisis? It was the day before England played in the final of the Euros, and I suddenly thought. Do I want us to win? Because the boys of 66 are so deified. And because I never saw them play, I never saw Bobby Charlton have a shit game. I never saw Gordon Banks do anything but make that save, right? So in my mind, these are the best footballers ever. Whereas I've seen, like, I've seen Jordan Henderson have a shiter. You know, like, so like, I've seen Mason Mount not be great. So like, I've seen Harry Kane be pretty average. Are these, are these men, as good, you know, like, can do I want that to happen? It was ridiculous. Yeah. Of course, I did, but like, I had this kind of weird. But Tyson Fury was like his dream was always to become like heavyweight champion of the world, and when it happened, he's like, that was the shittest day of his life because like, what what do I do now? I've done it. That's why I didn't go into boxing because I would have become the heavyweight, yeah, champion of the world, yeah. and then what? Uh, then what yeah, is there, exactly. Then what to do? Well, you're. Um, I've noticed you're top of the old sports charts, so you know what it feels mm. like to be, yeah. Yeah, football weekly. Football weekly for well, life. Let me tell you something. My other pod got to number one in all charts. Oh God! No, we yeah. did that one for, I think. for about two, two weeks. Why, why are we not? Why am I on? Why am I on your budget? <laughs> Going on in. You can come on the other one as well. Huh. What's that about? What's that about? Well, the other one. Yeah, it's just a breakfast pod. Oh, that's with nice. Joe Wilkinson. Oh yeah, and, uh, Gillingham. Uh, Andy Goldstein's yeah. on it actually. This new series. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Right. Question one. What was the first game you went to? I'm not just saying this, but I looked it up. Uh, it was... September the 13th, I think, 1986, Cambridge United 2, Exeter City 2. And that's unbelievable. And, it, and it's, it's, it's very hard to find it. Weirdly, not a lot is written about this game, <laughs> Division 4. Um, in my mind, we went 2 0 down, and then Steve Spriggs scored twice to get us back to 2 2. But I could only find. Uh, I can only find, I haven't, I haven't got it in front of me, the Exeter goal scorers. I couldn't find, it just said Exeter were 2-0 down and came back to draw 2-2. So oh. I don't know what's happened. But if somebody, if an Exeter fan of that oh, vintage... Oh, they'll know. They'll tell, me, over it. tell me what happened yeah. in that game. Because I was quite young. What year was it? 86. Who, it division did four. you say you had, you've got the Exeter scorers? <sighs> I mean, you don't have to get them. But... <laughs> Exit full screen. Exit. Full I, I like screen. that there'll be listeners just going, Tommy Potter and da 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 da. Yeah. Tommy Potter. 
I'm on Google. Let me go back on my Googles and see if it's... Here we are, 86, cambridgegrecians.co.uk, recap. <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> the, the internet, isn't it? Um, yeah. So I, I've got a picture of the programme. So this is, we beat you in an FA Cup replay in November that year, but that's not the game I want. I want this one, the 2-2, 3pm on September 13th. Here's your, here's, here's the lineup. John Shaw, Steve Pugh, Keith Viney, Nicky Marker, I've heard of, Aidan McCaffrey, Andy Watson, Sean Priddle, Tony Kello, Dean Roberts, Danny Keogh, and Paul Batty. And Paul Batty scored after 47 minutes, and Dean Roberts scored after 63 minutes. But that is the... Tony Kello, is, I think, is our all-time leading goal scorer. Is that right? Yeah, I believe so. so Dean Roberts. I just want to see what they look like now. How they've aged. Dean Roberts. Wow, he looked like um uh, I'm not gonna oh, I can't think Archibald. So Archibald went to Barcelona, he looked like Archibald. Steve Archibald. Oh yeah. Well, that's a good look for a football, isn't it? Yeah, he looked so, fantastic. Yeah. There he is now. Wow. He's lost his so that was my first game, two two. Came reject two, exited two. And I was like quite young, so like I probably lost concentration about half time. And I, <laughs> and I smelt cigarette smoke for the first time. I heard a lot of oh. swearing. And I, and I how don't know. How old were I, you? Sorry. How old did you say you were? Seven. Must be seven. That's the same as my boy this year. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it was great. And I like, I had like two years of Cambridge being not very good. But then in 89, 90, we got to the playoff Dean final. Is it the yeah, Dion Dublin got, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to the playoff final, the first ever playoff final at Wembley. We beat Chesterfield 1-0. Got to the quarterfinal of the FA Cup that year. Lost to Palace, who then went on to the final. We lost to Palace 1-0. My dad was like, this will never happen again. The next year, we won Division 3 and got to the quarterfinal of the FA Cup. Lost it 2-1 to Arsenal Highbury. It was like, unbelievable. And the next year, we got in the playoffs to get in the Premier League. Right? And it would have been the first year of the Premier League. And about Christmas, about Christmas that year, we were top of the old second division. And we played, we had this manager, John Beck. We played 4-4-2, dirty long ball. We put sand in the corners. The ball would stop in the corners. He got, he put the word, he got big billboards with the word quality in amber and black. So the fullbacks could look up and just kick the ball to quality, right? And uh, he substituted Steve Claridge once because he cut inside. Like wingers were not allowed to do that. Cut inside. I think he might have set up a goal, but no. Get to the byline, put the crosses in. We long throws. He used to he used to give the away team like uh, unpumped up footballs for the warm up. He would. Who's this? John Beck. John Beck, amazing. Uh, he would in winter he'd make it really hot in the away dressing room, and in summer he'd make it fucking freezing. Um, on away games, you were allowed half the pitch to warm up on, and he would take the under 18s and they'd have a full 11 aside game on our half of the pitch to screw up the pitch so it was so if the opposition played football the pitch was dug up because it's under 18s had played a full match the 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 the, the groundsman at games united got a disclaimer from john beck basically to say i'm a good groundsman it's just the manager wants the pitch to be shit he had it like a sign thing because the abbey surface is beautiful like the pitch now it's the same groundsman ian dahl has been there forever um it, the pitch is beautiful and and there was this one moment so we played dirty long ball for years and years and years and then it wasn't going well we we sold john taylor to bristol rovers we got dion went to man united for a million unbelievable 
And then, and then John Taylor, who's his strike partner, who's brilliant as well. He went to Bristol Rovers and we gave them money as well. And we got Devon White, who wasn't very good. And it was just all a bit shit. And so overnight, John Beck said, oh, look, we're going to play football now, ticket attack of football. And early in the game, our centre-back, I think Phil Chappell got it. And as opposed to just launching it up, whoever it was just got it launched. He played a side foot pass to the right back and the whole stand just erupted. They hadn't seen a side foot pass for about five years. And it was like, oh, oh was wow. it really that? Absolutely that? proper. It was brilliant. It was, I mean, and it worked. Like when it, when, worked. It, when it was, when he was playing long ball, we, did you enjoy it? Were you like, oh, for God's sake? Or did oh, you? I was only nine. Like I hadn't, I wasn't like, I hadn't read Inverting the Pyramid. Yeah, I still haven't. Yeah. My apologies to Jonathan Wilson. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and, yeah. uh, and like, yeah. um, so that's, I just thought that's what football was. You went, you won, and then you left. And also like social media didn't exist. I didn't really, I wasn't really aware that other people didn't like the football we were playing. We were just really good. And we just kept beating teams. It didn't matter who they were. We just kept beating them. It was amazing. And then we just... Kind of like your first season, David. We just, we kept winning and went up. Oh, piece of piss. Oh, well, we're going up again. But that's... Oh, yeah, you're doing all right, aren't you? Because we're on a we're on a bad run at the moment. We've got eight points out of a possible 45. I was like, oh, this is sad. Yeah, we just won above the relegation zone. You the start of the season. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, was on, I was on the radio for that game and that I was thinking, oh, God. We could be in a bit of trouble this year, like you know. Mm. But Cambridge looked good. A few other teams were looking good. And then we've we've done all right since. Yeah. That was the hottest day. Of the we've year had a lot of injuries. We've got obviously like we're punching above our weight. I'm sure like you. So have we. Some really, <laughs> some really. <laughs> there are some really big, some really big teams out there with lots of money. And like last year, we played so well and we finished mid table. We beat Newcastle in the FA Cup at St James's Park. Um, that that game, yeah. the game before that in the FA Cup, you knocked us yeah, out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like dodgy offside, really? That's okay. Uh, but and we had Wes Hulahan, right? And Wes Hulahan is a centre midfielder. the best centre midfielder I've ever seen at Cambridge, right? He's just really. So he yeah, got to Derby. Like, no, no, no. He ah, just not I playing. I was anymore. learning stuff. No, where's just but that's Connor Hurahan. Oh, but that, do you know what Connor Hurahan? It's, it's not dissimilar. It's like a brilliant centre midfielder in League One. Going, God, you're too good for this league. But Wes Hulahan was like. You know, where's Hulan? He was with you in League Two, wasn't he? He was with League Two, and he was just, it was just, and it was that was the pandemic year, right? So I hadn't really seen that many games because I was, I, when I was in London, I was playing every Saturday and obviously busy. So I just didn't get back to watch that many games. I'd see one or two a season. But in the pandemic year, obviously, there was nothing to do. So I just watched every Cambridge match on iFollow. So it's yeah. like the oh. So, and, and so to How much is that costing? 30 oh. quid over Christmas. Wow. Yeah. Well, it, it, during the pandemic, if you bought a season ticket, you uh, you got iFollow for free. Oh. Is that right? I should have yeah. done that. Well, we, we that's what we did anyway. Well, I should have done that. Um, but but it, but like I got to know those players much more than I had for, for quite a few years, and we got promoted, and it was like this is just amazing. We've got a brilliant young manager, and people are starting to say maybe he should go, but he shouldn't go because um, he's so. Brilliant. He was linked with the. Was, I think he was linked with the Rotherham job, wasn't he? The same job. That- Hey yeah, that's it. He was named with Rotherham and he didn't take it. And that's when that's Question two. Question two. Um, good luck for the season, by the way, Max. Thank you so much. Thank you. Except <laughs> when you play it. And to you. Adrian. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Question two. Where where do you sit in the ground and why? Uh, I began in the junior years in closure. And then when I was about 14, 15, 
I moved to the uh, Newmarket Road end, where oh, the God, where the heavies where the heavies are. Uh, and yes. God, there's closure. No... That sounds a bit like yeah. It wasn't enclosed. It wasn't enclosed. It just it was just a word. You know, it's a bit like the corporate boxes at Cambridge. There aren't any boxes, so like you're just in a seat. Yeah. Um, I've been in the boardroom at Cambridge. There oh, we go. Yeah, look at this. Yeah. yeah, what for? I actually had a you had, you had a yeah you had a player on loan a few seasons ago from Tottenham called something Rolls Jack Rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he was a lovely footballer. Yeah, yeah. He stood on my toes because oh. the changing room is right next to yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah. Well, the well, we room, we yeah. um the changing room was updated. We 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 drew with Man United in the FA Cup in 2015, and we so we went back to Old Trafford, and with that money we put. Some more urinals in the changing rooms because so because there was only one urinal and now there's three I think in the changing. Do you know where Jack oh. Rolls is now? He's I do. He's a woking. How the hell do you know that? Wow, that's great. I when I was young, I used to know things. Wow, like that. and that is isn't that interesting? Like that's I did this. He was at Spurs. I think he, like played like you know. So he played in like the Asia Cup and all those things, and you're that close, and then you're you know, and it doesn't quite work. He's still doing well, but still, like, the life of a footballer is hard. So, when, yeah, the Newmarket Road End, it's it's not the full width of the pitch. So it, it's quite sort of like two-thirds across. But when I was in there, I thought, this is the Bombonero. This is like the San Siro. This is wild, this place. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. I'm looking at it. What yeah. a, it's, a, it's a bit of a shed, but it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am presume I'm looking at the right one. Has he got CUFC <laughs> on the seat? No, that's... We, oh, it's the stand... Oh, it's to the right, it's that one. That's the away end, I think. Cool. We, we, Shit we, we, we put um we, we put all our investment in the away end for some reason. <laughs> cool. I'll tell you what, that stand you're talking about looks like a right shithole. Mm. But it's our <laughs> shithole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the one I'm looking at. Yeah. What does it hold, Cambridge? Oh, we used to get... Like our, our, our capacity was 10,000. I think it's a bit less now. It might be like eight or nine. Oh, it's, it's about the same as ours. Hmm. When I went to Exeter away, it was the only game of the season a few years ago. I went there and um, you had like a building site at one end. There was a building site at one end. Is that still, is that a stand now? Yeah, it's all finished now. All oh, finished is now. it nice now? Because there was just like, yeah, it was just like we were on the side and you were just looking at cranes and trucks, which is actually a bit more interesting yeah, than the so game. On the it opposite side, it was. Nice on the opposite side, it was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a big grey board. I don't know when you were there, but there was there used to be a big grey board which sort of stopped the ball from rolling off onto yeah, the building. Yeah, so. we had that and then and then our one of our centre backs just jumped up and punched the ball in the box about ten minutes in. You're thinking you've had all the pre season. What have you done that for, mate? <laughs> and like after like forty minutes, there was the first Cambridge fan. Our manager was Sean Derry, the first fan going, "Derry out!" Like, Come on, it's forty minutes of the season. Let's give him a minute. <laughs> I don't remember that game. We, we lost. I think you beat us two 0 maybe one 0 two 0 Can't remember. On the opening line. opening day of the season, 2017, 18. Come on, you know where Jack. How Rowan long? Is. How long did he last, the manager? Uh, Did he go? He didn't last the season. Right, okay. So that lad was right. The guy was yeah. right. He's yeah, he's, he's spotted something. Yeah. Question, question three. What's your match day routine? Um, okay, so, uh, well, I'm in Melbourne now. 
So the way I consume Cambridge games, well, there's two ways. If it's a midweek game, I host the Champions League for Australian television, right? So I'm in Sydney then. Um, um, so I, wait, I get up in Sydney at sort of 3 or 4 a.m. to do the Champions League. And in the studio, I'll get the iFollow and pay for the Cambridge game on the iFollow. Then I'll do the pre-match for the Champions League. Right, and we'll go. So your commentators are, and that's, this is you have to do if you host live football. The only thing you have to get right is the intonation over. It's time to join your commentary team, Alan Smith and Martin Tyler, and then they go and do the commentary, and I we go and sit and get a coffee and watch because it's the morning and we watch Real Madrid, Liverpool. So we've got all these screens with all the Champions League games on, and then on the laptop I've got Cambridge v Wigan or whatever, and uh, and then occasionally the boss comes in and goes. The CEO is like. We're paying you to watch this one. So because it's 15 minutes in, because Champions League's eight o'clock kickoff. So I missed the first 15 minutes. Then I then I watch the Cambridge game. And then in the 15 minutes, once it hits half time in the Cambridge game, I focus on the Champions League. So I know what to do at half time in the Champions League games. Then we do the half time, going, ah, oh, you know, Galatasaray one nil down. What do you think about that? And, you know, we dot around the grounds and all that stuff. And then I go back and I watch the end of the Cambridge game and then I focus on my actual job. It's not very professional. But like, if I'm watching eight football matches, I might as well watch nine, is the way I think about it. And I, I try not to cheer too loudly, because I'm going, yes, and then someone's like, who scored? I'm like, oh, Cambridge did, we're beating Morecambe. <laughs> um, and then if it's a Saturday game, I do talk sport eight till 10 on a Saturday night. Yeah. And then I go to bed, and when I wake up, I get onto the Cambridge United, I get onto my Twitter, I get onto the Cambridge United Twitter page, right? I close my eyes and I scroll back loads and loads and loads and loads and loads and loads and loads. And then I do my own minute by minute, really slowly, quite often when I'm sitting do on the you? toilet. So I'm going, oh, you know, and, and, and it, what's annoying is the way they tweet, the way they tweet the, the goals is, the goal is at the bottom. And what I really want them to do is do the goal at the top and not do the goal gifts because then I can see like, if there's a yeah. gif, and I know we've yeah. scored. And if, if the opposition have scored, it's the first thing I see. So what I want is then to just go nil one and then tell me what happened. Cause then it'll be, it'll be a more perfect minute by minute for me. But <laughs> perhaps they're not curating their social media just for people who live in Australia and wake up in the middle of the night. But I get a real, weirdly get a funny buzz. It's like playing a football management game in 1989. Yeah. Amiga. You know, it's that like is, the same thing. Yeah. Do you watch do any it. games out in Australia? No, I don't go to any because I'm normally working. So I'm working Saturday, Sunday nights, and I'm working. I do three nights a week on the Guardian pod. So who I are work the top teams? Who are the top? I don't know. Melbourne City probably. There are there anyone we know? City group. There's always like like Adam Lafondra is playing for yeah. Sydney FC. Charlie Austin was at Brisbane for a bit. Oh, uh, he went back. Um, really? Yeah, sort of random, random sort of. Yeah, Ensley League players. Just Didn't Del Piero oh. play in Australia like Del years? Piero came, yeah. Did he? Was, yeah, basically. Perth, I can't remember. I think so, yeah. But like Nanny's at Perth now. Just He just got injured, Nanny. Um, God, he must be about 50. Like, <laughs> he's 273 years old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's actually, he actually, one player, your designated old European star is a loud and mobility scooter yeah. on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, football in Australia is in constant existential crisis. It's really weird being in a country where it's not the main sport because the fans are 
they're so desperate. So like they're really, if you do good coverage, so like they, hopefully we do good stuff for the Champions League and they're really appreciative. Like if you go to the extra ends, like if you, so I've got all the guys from the pod, from the going in pod who are like the, like all the world, you know, it's weird. I'm doing the pod and like the people that I get on that are the world experts on yeah. various subjects. Right. And yeah. we'll just get one of them on zoom to like, and they're like, they love that. You know, we've got Mark Pugach does our pitch side stuff and they love that we've got like, you know, we're getting these guys to do stuff. And, um, you know, I've got an Italian game like Nicky Bandini's doing it and they're like, this is amazing. And there's loads of like Italian expats here or like second generation Italians here who'd like, so if you go big on AC Milan, they love that. But they're so, um, their local league, they're just, it's, it's so hard to like, you just need to let it breathe for a hundred years. So it's got history, but they're always competing with, rugby league in sydney and afl in melbourne and it's yeah like, it's just really weird it not being the main sport in the uk you just take it for granted right yeah mm -hmm. it must be like what it's like to be a rugby fan in yeah. the uk what yeah like, i mean i don't know who would want to be that but like that must be you like you're constantly fighting against annoying people like me like mocking your sport yeah yeah that's yeah. i've just done <laughs> yeah. yeah so do you have gabriel marcotti on no not oh. for any, not not for any. I did, I did six oh six with. He's once. the guy I hang off every word when he's talking. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, I think he thought I was an idiot. No, I mean like, oh. he's a nice guy. We get, on, but when we did six oh six together, I was trying oh. to be silly, and he was like, "What? Are you, what are we? We're talking about football here, mate. Oh. Not being silly. This is serious oh, he'd business." He'd hate this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, he would. I don't know. Do you think he'd hate it? No, I reckon. Yeah. He does. I reckon. I think he's mellow. Question four. I like Who do you go to games with? Who do you go to games with? Well, I went to Exeter away with my mate Hugo, who is a professor at Exeter University. Or he might have probably promoted him there. John? But John, do you know him? No, you know I'm, him? Never, I'm not clever enough to go to Exeter Uni. Oh, uh, Yeah, he's, he's, he does... Um, He's a scientist as well, so a super brainy man. But he's is he a doctor? I went to school with. Not a doctor, no. Wow. Does he does he support Exeter? He's, no, he's a Cambridge man. So that's why uh, I went to that. Otherwise, I would have gone with back in the day. I'd go with J.K. Fraser, uh, Nick, Clive, and Matt Walsham. I have a real no. I, I don't anymore. So it's old news. But I had a real problem when I first started going. I was going on my own. Oh yeah, that's and I felt like a dickhead. Yeah, I just wouldn't go. Wow. Thank you. Go. Thank you, wouldn't John. A bit of respect for me, because I did go. Yeah, yeah. yeah I put the hours in. I wouldn't. You've got three kids. What are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, you've I'm got doing a pass. pass. <laughs> what are you doing? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Like you've got like you've got free two hours and you're going well, on your own. It's well it's like what do you do at half time? Just sit around. Yeah, I feel like, like a prat. That's what I do. You can doom scroll on your phone now. Yeah, like, but back I'll tell you in the day, what I do. You can, you do. I jog yeah. downstairs. I get myself a Ribena and I jog up again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you still going on your own, or you got friends now? No, <laughs> I've no, got any friends, but I take my boy when. Hey, Mike, wasn't he? Mike wouldn't go. I can't imagine Mike wants to. Yeah, but like I don't want to put just... pressure on people. Mike, do you want to go to? Fucking hell, he's ringing again. Yeah. I don't want. to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. I'm, yeah, I'm sort of. I'm. I'm used to it now. Okay, I'm sort of strolling. See, I quite like going to the cinema on my own, so there's no difference. But I suppose nobody can see you there. 
So you don't feel as don't feel I'm as glad you said this. Whenever I've said I feel awkward, John's like, yeah. don't feel awkward. I don't get it. If you enjoy going, you should... All right, you go to Cambridge then. Stop going to Cambridge on your Todd. Who, you, me? Yeah. Oh, no, because I don't like support Cambridge. No, <laughs> my point is you'll feel like an idiot. Nah. I could, nah. I'll go to a football game on my own. Do you? I just, no, I just don't have the time. Busy guy. Right. Okay. Busy guy is making a show real for Soccer AM. Now he's found out all you, have, you don't have to do an audition yeah, or anything. Just give it to any old idiot. Question five Favourite away yeah. ground? Yeah. Here we go. Mm. Have you done a few away grounds? Do you know you're yeah, away? Not brilliant. I mean, I've been to. I mean, I've been to quite a lot. Guess. Um, my favorite. Can I do my favorite? Like best ground I've ever been to is at San Siro, right? I, San Siro is, is the it? same place, but that wasn't the Cambridge game. Why is that <laughs> the best ground? I don't know. There's something about how like it's like real brutalist architecture. It's like it totally doesn't look like it doesn't. So many grounds look like other grounds, right? And this one just looks so unique. And they're knocking it down, I think, in a few years. That's a great shame. Can you answer? So I've always wanted, wanted to know what the, 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 you know, the kind of circular uh, corner bits. What are they? Yeah. What's in them? Rubber. Weird. Don't know why. They don't, I don't know. I don't know the answers. Are there, aren't there windows <laughs> Big in them? bits of metal. Are, are there oh, windows? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I'm oh. not sure. So I like Luton away because you walk through people's houses. That's my answer. Like, that's my is that your answer? Yeah. So like you're looking at people's bathroom windows going, oh, they use GIF. That's interesting. And then you're like into the ground. Which um, is also getting knocked down at the end of this season. Is that right? Kenilworth Road, is it? They're moving, yeah, they've got a new oh, ground. I didn't know that. Um, I'm telling you, sorry, Max. Windows. windows there are windows and lights in there. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you. I wasn't focused. I wasn't focused. They bloody well are. It's amazing. I'm so happy you said Kenilworth Road because... Yeah. Uh, David, David gives me stick for all the time. I yeah, don't. I yeah, you said. No, you said... I like the sound of that. Kenilworth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Someone I like grounds that I like. The thing about Kenilworth Road is I love football grounds where you're just walking down a street and you turn the corner and there it is. Yeah, it's not like you know, it's just not. It's just that's weird, isn't it? That sounds like, like a, city centre grounds are the best. The best. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like the big ones, the big new ones out in the sticks. The worst is Colchester. Oh my. Oh my word! We're literally the same person. Culture yeah. is the worst ground ever. I feel for them because Layer Road was great and uh, rickety and shit. And I've this got is, to have a look at Colchester now. Because just off the motorway, all there is literally. Is and I was about to say the really good thing about it is you can be on your way out with a Maccas on the A12 in about two minutes. Yeah, but but it's so the soul. There is no soul. And like, was, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Middle of nowhere. No, no set of fans. Like could make an atmosphere there. I don't think. So I no, feel is that where Matt Jay's gone. Yeah, yeah. They just bought our club captain. Oh, did they? Okay. So I'm looking at Colchester Stadium, and it looks like hell. Yeah, it's that's actually you know. It's, yeah, it's when that, you go it's, to oh, me and my dad always say it's probably yeah, <laughs> one of the, one of the worst grounds ever. Oh my god! I keep looking at it. It's, it's horrendous. It's lifeless. And the, I went to a nil-nil draw, and it was so cold. It was like, this is so depressing. Why am I doing this? I yeah, we've, had, we've had quite a few Tuesday night games there, and it's been pretty cold. Very uh, cold. I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't go from Exeter yeah. to Colchester. I'm not that much. No, that's, oh, those are the best trips. You haven't, weirdly, you haven't got to. 
No, <laughs> you do. Fortunately. <laughs> and wouldn't it be a weird dictatorship where that was the put in place? Yeah. <laughs> right, we've done five minutes. So this is question seven. If you could yeah. travel back in time, which yeah. game would you watch? Ooh. Is this any foot? Is this any football ever? Or Cambridge? We, we always I can't say, remember the rules. We always say one you'd want to go to any game, and then one Cambridge game you want to go back to. Yeah. Oh, because part of me just wants to let history live. I don't want to get in the DeLorean. Part of me just ah. wants to, you know, because because it won't be how I remember it. Like there's some amazing games I've been to, like three yeah. three away at Forest in the Rumbelows Cup, where we were three 0 down at half time. And we got it back to 3 3 and went to penalties. I couldn't what, We got a penalty to make it 3 3. Oh, the League Ooh, Cup. The Rumbelows. Rumbelows. Or the, it might Rumbelows. be the Rumbelows. You don't know, remember the Rumbelows? I don't remember the Rumbelows advert. But um, uh, so, like, I, I couldn't watch the penalty. I was just so, you know, scared. It's the only penalty I haven't been able to watch to make it 3 3. Or like the Arsenal Cup game, FA Cup game, or maybe Bristol City at home in the second round. Fifth, The second replay of the fifth round. We won 5 1. One of those, I guess, but um, but but I just don't think I want to. I don't want to go back. I want it to be how I remember it. Yeah, that's nice. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, thanks very much. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm having a nice time, by the way, considering I got up very early. I'm, I'm, having, I'm having a lovely time. time. Yeah, same. Yeah, good to really it. nice time. I didn't realize you supported Cambridge. Mm. So it's got in I'm our glad how much research you did for this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, so you've got three kids. You've got three kids, haven't you? Like, yeah, you know, you're busy. Well, I didn't realise you got Swiss ball to sit on. Most people we get on here like go, uh, "Who are Exeter? What the fuck's Exeter?" You know yeah. who Exeter are? Yeah, I know. Well, I did my, my research. My research for this was was listening to the Charlie Baker episode. So I did the radio with Charlie, uh, yeah. and he just yeah. swore at you, didn't he? Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a funny man. He? Yeah, he just swore at you. But yeah, yeah I do like the shock inside. You're it? full of shit, shit, and more shit. Is a great. Yeah. There's nowhere else in life you can sing that really loudly. No, super little charm. And not be seen as really weird. You're yeah, shit. I know. And more well, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could you do you do stuff like that? Could you sing that? Oh yeah. Live? I mean, I, do you know what I, oh, I, I actually do? I wrote a column about because because you know there are some really horrible chants, like the really grim ones about you know disasters and tragedies and Oof. you know and and I wrote a piece going Fuck, and I really thought about. When I was 20, I sang some pretty... I mean, not. I didn't sing about, you know, tragedy where people died, but I sang some pretty That's grim good, yeah. stuff. I, you <laughs> yeah. know, it is. But, like, it, it was a different time, but I, I sang yeah. some pretty grim stuff. Did you? About, I'd you love know, to, to hear one you know, right now. No, but I would sing, like, I'd sing, like, the... To, like, you know, northern teams about signing on. I didn't even know what signing on was, yeah. right? Because I grew up in a really nice place right yeah, so like yeah. i sit back now going that's so shit to sing that about poverty right what are you doing you yeah. but like you're just going along with the crowd right so well you are i would definitely <clears throat> yeah i am maybe maybe you know, you're a better you are you're too stoned you're too stoned to be singing yeah right? yeah, yeah but like yeah. um yeah. Like, so i sort of judge i judge uh 20 year olds and 40 year olds are different like the people who are 40 are still singing that shit but that's if you're 18, mad isn't a, it i have a bit more leeway for just well, being a dickhead because you're I was saying I was literally talking to my friends about it so I went to watch Cardiff versus Leeds in the FA Cup um, oh wow yeah that's Sunday. some rivalry that is yeah. yeah and oh my god the trouble was ridiculous but I sorry was, who's uh, that John Leeds Cardiff and... versus Leeds on, uh, on, on Sunday in the FA Cup 
and the trouble was ridiculous police like flowing everywhere but you really? spoke about like 40 year old 50 year old men like giving abuse to like kids in like the Leeds end oh, and like God. absolute it like well I, I remember I was in the Cardiff I really end. want to get him on here I really do <laughs> I was in the Cardiff <laughs> end and yeah. I was they, they missed the penalty leads and these big 50 year olds chanting like horrible crap to the Leeds fans and I was thinking you know what because of that I kind of want Leeds to equalise and they did so I was quite happy I think what's interesting is is I think obviously social media has changed a lot about the world but I also think 20 year olds you know, of which John is a representative, are just, they're much, they are different. They are different. They're much more tuned in to all sorts of things and and sort of being aware of what is accepted and what isn't. Or, or things have changed, right? Things have yeah, changed. Yeah, it's true, so yeah. So I think, or like certain yeah. sensible 20-year-olds. Yeah. Um, there's always one fan, isn't there, like who gets their season ticket next to the away end and he does this all game. He's like... He puts his arms right out wide, going like this, and then he'll look at someone, he'll point at you, go, you, me, outside, yeah, yeah. now. And you're sitting there going, so so my, let me just check what my choices are. They're either go outside, Yeah, I've paid to be in this place to watch yeah. the thing I want to watch. I could either go outside and get the shit beaten out of me, or I could stay where I am, not yeah. get beaten up, and watch the thing I've paid to watch. So I'm going to stay where I am. Like it's a lovely offer, sir, but I don't want to do. Do you think? It. Do you think go, if you went, all right? Go, do you think they'd go out? Outside. Do you think they'd go out? <laughs> Some no. of them, I bet they would. You know oh, they would. No, no. All talk. Yeah, it's all talk. It's great. Would be great if you bought a whole army and you just left them outside. <laughs> And then yeah. you're like, all right. Well, so you and mean soldiers out. with guns? Like soldiers? <laughs> maybe not guns. Maybe, maybe, maybe paintball, but like literally like a, like, yeah, you know, the, the Wagner group. Just get yeah. them outside and be like, there you are, mate. Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. done that. I've never done like, yeah, me, you outside. But like, I do like, you know, when I was in the Cardiff and I did like a little look over to the Leeds fans to see them in their misery. It was funny. Ooh, you gave them a bit. I, I, do you know what I did at Plymouth a bit? I did a bit. Oh, yeah, no, I gave them a bit, like, but like it was not like... I wasn't there as a fifty-year-old man with probably three kids standing on the railings, oh, giving right. it big, giving it big, in. and then and then and then they know nothing's going to happen. They're sat in front of uh, four hundred lines of police and stewards, knowing no harm's going to come to them. Yeah, that's embarrassing. There's a line, isn't there? Don't cross the line. Have yeah, a bit of, have a bit of fun. And then yeah, don't cross the line. Have a bit of fun. Imagine that. <laughs> it's actually a famous, it's actually a famous Cambridge United chant. Yeah. It's a really famous Cambridge chant. That that'd be a great little chant. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cross the line. Have yeah, a bit, a of, bit fun. of fun. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's my kind fun. of football. That's yeah. my kind of football. And yeah, afterwards, we'll sit on bean. We'll all get together, sit on bean bags, and watch Jeremy Maguire, and it'll be really <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Maguire. It's a, it's a rom. It's a rom com. It's a rom com. Um, yeah, no, he didn't play not my, for not my type Halifax of back in the day. You'd like no? that film, John? Uh, there's a. Yeah. Eventually, you'll get to a stage, John, where you love you like rom coms. Question. It's my favourite question. Question yeah. eight: Who's the best player you've seen in the flesh? This is this question that really. You must have seen quite a few. Yeah, and I was looking forward to Max answering. So. So the one that immediately springs to mind, and I don't know if it's the greatest football I've ever seen, but I went to the Champions League final in the one in Cardiff. Was that 2018? Was it Real Madrid-Juventus? And we were, I was sitting right at the front. 
almost the point where I wanted Max Allegri to sit down. I want to go, oh, sit down, sit down. But you were kind of midway along the midway, side. Midway, sort of basically behind the dugouts. Oh. And I was like, and, and it's not a great place to see the oh. shape of the game. Yeah. But seeing Luka Modric up wow. close, his close control is insane. That guy is, is that the year he won the Ballon d'Or? I can't remember. Is it? Sorry, is What's so honestly? I love hearing all this. What's Just so insane something about, about like because because obviously like the pace of the game is completely ridiculous, right? Like what, just, in what way? What it's just super quick. It's super. Or, it's so quick, and on the TV it just doesn't seem as quick. And when you're right. there and you're that close, you're like, God, these guys are ridiculous. And they, but like it's 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 him oh wanting the ball. It's like like I talked about Wes Houlihan. is the first midfielder who's ever wanted the ball I've seen as a centre midfielder for Cambridge, right? Actually give me the ball. Right? <laughs> Everyone else is like, I don't want this. I don't want yeah. that. Yeah. Really but the, the tiny spaces that he was like happy to accept the ball. Oh my God. And, 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 and he just, and to be so comfortable on it and like his control of it was just totally mad. And like, he's got the, the outside of his right foot is such a beautiful thing. And so that is the first thing that is the first thing that springs to mind. Just like I was sort of mesmerized by like when the play was right next to us and just seeing him just like pop it around was ridiculous. Oh, I always get so mine, excited about those answers. I don't know. Mine's why. a similar player. Huh? Mine's mine's KDB, Kevin De Bruyne. When I saw him play for Man City, he was the one that he is the best player I've ever seen, I think. Yeah, he's ridiculous. I remember interviewing a guy called Willy Sagnon, who was the right back for France in the final where Zidane got sent off. And I talked to him about Zidane and he just said... My favourite player, Zidane. Yeah. And he was just like, it was a different game for him. And like, if you think about this guy, Willie Samuel is playing in the World Cup final. Like, he's a really good footballer. Like, he's an elite footballer. But but to him, Zidane was on another planet. You know, that's yeah. those guys where it's just, it's innate, right? It's innate. If you think about, like, I don't know, how good Gaza was. It's innate. It's nothing, you just can't... You can obviously get better, but like for some people, it's just yeah, it's, oh. a, it's a it's a beautiful thing. I could talk for hours on that. Mm. Mm. I don't know why I get it's so like, excited about it. I think uh, it's just uh, they can do something quite, that's just you're moved. Aren't you? Well, that's the I thing, am. I th- like I it's mean, I'm not well enough. I'm not. I'm not. No, no, I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> but like it's yeah, it's art. Yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm jealous that you've witnessed it, that you've experienced it. Yeah. Not what's jealousy. nice is what's nice is you can appreciate that, but you can also appreciate just getting it launched to the target man. <laughs> oh that's yeah. Also, that's also that is also art, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Art above, isn't there? Yeah. Knock yeah. it out of your feet and it's it long. Question nine. Yeah. What's the worst experience you've had at a game? Oh, so yeah. it, during the Soccer and Glory years, um, we one year we started supporting Cluj, the Belgian side, and we called it Cludge because it was, you know, sort of low ground, <laughs> you know, whatever. We support Cludge. Yeah. And um, we got a bus, we got loads of fans, and we drove to Cluj and we went to a Cluj game. And it was, oh, no, 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 sorry, I got this wrong. We supported Genk because Genk was a funny word, right? And all aboard the yeah. Genk bus. And we went yeah. to Genk. And we like we took loads of fans in a bus. And it was really fun. And we thought, let's do it again next year. We'll do it with Cluj. Um, and so we went to Cluj. Are these, are these Belgian sides? No, Cluj is Romanian, I think. Oh, okay. So and Genk is? Um, Genk is Belgian, yeah. Belgian, yeah. 
So we supported Cluj and like, so the Belgian one was great. Their skipper came on Soccer AM. We were like in the Belgian papers. We were bigger in Belgium than we'd ever been. If no one in the UK was watching us, we were like massive in Belgium. Yeah. And then the next year we did Cluj and then we was, Cluj were playing Man United. But the only way we could get there was like on the charter flight because a bus to Romania was going to take forever. So we flew with the Man United fans and they were lovely. And then we were in the town square with all of them and it was great. And we were in our Cluj kits. And then our tickets from the Man United end and it was all really lovely and we were filming and the, whatever. And then Clue scored. And then like a lot of Man United fans turned on me and basically threatened to beat the living shit out of me. Seriously? Told me I was the worst thing that had ever happened to football. I was everything that was wrong with football, which I thought given the corruption, racism, homophobia, misogyny. It's a bit harsh. It's a bit harsh. Were you I'm, sorry? I'm were you maybe, in amongst maybe fifty percent? I was in amongst the United fans. Was, was, were like, they serious or was it? Some of them were. Like, yeah, look, you know, they're traveling United fans. They don't want some idiot TV presenter with a camera. I get it, but it was really, oh. it was really unpleasant. It was like really unpleasant. And then we had to fly home. How, with how them. did you react? <laughs> just, I was like, this isn't. What you nice. flew home with them? Well, we had to. Yeah, I mean, like, and actually, the guys on the plane were fine. You know, yeah. it was just like you know. There are, it's like any set of football fans, not just Man United, there are some moral ones and there are, you know, and like, if you're with them and they don't like you because you're supporting the other team, don't be standing next to them. It's all sort of... How did you react when they were behaving like that with you? Um, you just say, hey, hey, all right, lads, you know, just, you know. Well, I just, I just, I just said, (laughs) there's a line, let's have a bit of fun or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Sang that chant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't cross yeah. the line. Let's have a bit let's of fun. Just have a bit of fun, and they were just oh, sort fair of took, fair took, enough, the, son. took the shirt That's off. Always the and case with football fans, though. The minority always ruin it for the majority. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I took my shirt off. Yeah. My not my whole shirt off. My fine. Let's have it. Yeah, I yeah, had yeah. an army. I actually had some soldiers outside the yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, I just sort of edged to the back and we're like, yeah, I probably should have put that shirt hate on. That. I would hate that. You know, it was just when it turned from this is all fun and jokey. They thought they were going to win and it would be funny, and then suddenly clues are winning, and it was like, oh, this isn't funny anymore. Like, Do you know what? I feel, I feel like this podcast is going to get that if we got relegated. It'll be like there's that dickhead over there with the podcast. Fuck off, back to your old club. I'd, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't yeah. see it. Can't see it. I can. No, no, no. You're, you're the biggest thing to happen to Exeter City since... Actually, I was having this chat about... We were having a chat about Exeter City on the radio going, is it the club that has the least interesting alumni? Like, has anyone good ever played for Exeter? Like, Ooh, like what is... what? Like, who have you Look John, he's, he's going... Um... <laughs> Like in the yeah, sense that like, anyone like good play like, for it. In what, in, Ollie in like Watkins. What in what respect? Ollie yeah, Watkins. Ollie. Okay, Ollie Watkins. Matt like, Grimes. Ampadu. So you so Ampadu. Who's so, Matt Grimes? So like, there you go. Like, Who's if, Matt your Grimes? Top three are, your top three are Watkins, Ampadu and Grimes. Like, it doesn't we've matter. Never, it's like, never like don't, about it's, this. it's not an insult, John. It's just like, no one good has ever played for you. Like, that's all right. Like, yeah. is this true, yeah. John? It is true. Like every who's club, Matt, genuinely, this guy. Well, you know, when people go, like people go, oh, you know, like you, you name a club, they go, shit, they had, they had them at some point. Like we had Dion and Steve yeah. Claridge and where's Houlihan? You know, like prop, like like some like proper players. Wow. John, come on, John. Yeah, sorry, Wait, John. This, where, oh, this sorry, this John. Seems like a bit. Of, this is, how long have you been sat on this one for? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like. <laughs> 
But it's a bit like if you are if you find out like which is the club that people are completely yeah. indifferent to, right? It's another question. Like which club do people care about the least? Well, do you and think extra either... part of that? No, 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 no. Because there's <laughs> some rivalries down there. <laughs> some rivalries down there. Red, Reading, and Gillingham. Like nobody cares. Like they could literally just disappear, and they'd be like, oh, Reading on there. Oh. But like, yeah. and that's a real shame yeah. for them. But that's the, already the, thrown me off that question. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. But no. no one good has ever played for Exeter. <laughs> sorry about that. Well, yeah. John. Well. I guess to a certain degree, he's, uh, he's right, but... Or like, yeah. not, not just... I don't mean like, good is I mean in like, the eye of the beholder, like... Oh, come on, John. None of this eye of the beholder. But also, I don't mean like... I don't mean like... like or infamous. <laughs> like, good or infamous or like... Like, some kind of like... Oh, like, real character or anything. It's just like... Clinton Morrison, do you remember Clinton Morrison? Yeah, yeah, of course, Clinton Morrison. Oh, no, he's a gay. Yeah, well, he played for it. That's a good answer. Lee Sharp. He's a lovely guy. He's a lovely guy. Lee Sharp. Lee Sharp. Yeah. I thought he played for Torquay. I think, he, I think he did a few. Did, did oh, he did. Yeah. Okay, Lee Sharp. You can have Lee Sharp. But was he on the way down or on the way up then? Was he on the way down. up? Big time on the way down. Down, down. Big time on the way, way down. down. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's sort of on the, um, maybe it was a bit harsh. I'm sorry, John. No. All right. I think you're probably, no, you're almost certainly right, but it just came out of nowhere, that curveball. If someone yeah. asks that question again, John, do not say Matt Grimes, please. Oh, Matt Grimes is, <laughs> he's played in the... Right, how many Premier League appearances do you guys have, eh? Come on. <laughs> Who do you play for? He's captain of Swansea right now. You ever, you ever played it? the game? Have you ever played the game? You never yeah. played the game. Get off my phone in. I'm not having to go at Matt Grimes. Uh, see, it sounds like you are. So. No, I'm not. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure he's brilliant. Back now. I'm sure he's brilliant. Listen. Ollie Watkins has literally played for England. No, he has. You're right. Ollie Watkins is a good chance. But it's a bit... Yeah... Scored on it's his England like, debut as well. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. You can have him. You can have Ollie Watkins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't present. He doesn't present Holmes under the hammer, though, does he? No, so, he doesn't. He might do after. He's only twenty that, up. That, yeah, he true. might do. Don't, yeah, he can't nick Dion's gigs. Yeah. God, imagine if Ollie Watkins is presenting that in twenty years. Final question. Yeah. Do you edit this or does the whole thing go out? It's quite, I mean, I've had a lovely time. It's quite long. Yeah. <laughs> I, my bosses are always like, make the pod 50 minutes. Yeah, but your bosses are giving it all that. Aren't they? <laughs> do this, do that. Yeah, Just yeah. <laughs> keep it chill, boys. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, no, I won't edit it, actually. Okay, <laughs> I'll probably make it longer. <laughs> Just got to plug my laptop in because it runs out of juice. Yeah. <laughs> You, you've still got the secret 15 questions to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Final question. What yep. interesting fact have you got about Cambridge United? Still living off Dion Dublin, aren't they? In the late 90s, for two years running, we were voted to have the best bacon sandwich. That's a great That's nice. Great. Across the best all the teams. Who you wouldn't expect, you wouldn't accept, expect Cambridge to have the best bacon sandwich. Hang on, sandwich. how do they vote Someone for that? Someone in a year Who has votes? eaten 92 bacon sandwiches. Who votes for that? How do it was you... probably, I don't know, Ainsley Harriet. <laughs> what, genuinely, do they go around each club? and? I don't know. We just won. How do you remember what you had 40 clubs ago? 
That's a good question. It's a little bit like Port Vale. This is a little bit of Port Vale with a hint of Hull City. Um, so, yeah. so that's, you know, that's quite interesting, I guess. We couldn't yeah. build an away stand for years because five allotment holders wouldn't let us have the land. Uh-huh. Could you, if you if you made it big, Cambridge? Could you expand? What the have you got? Have you got space to? Mm, um, maybe, but maybe I'm not sure. We were, there were rumours of us doing a sort of going some, to some big, you know, warehousey stadium like Colchester. But we're staying where we are, which is great. I'd love that. I'd but love I, us to do that. I don't think so. I think I think I don't I don't know how much we could expand and and. I have to be honest, you know, East Anglia is not a footballing hotbed. Like, why? You know, it's only up the road from London. Why? It's true. I don't know. It's just me. like, you know, you know. Yeah. Is, there, is there no, what was what was the most interesting thing then? What bacon was sandwiches. Like the bacon sandwich, bacon um, sandwiches. Well, which we pulled the rules of The first ever rules of football were put up in Cambridge, ever. Like on Parker's Peace in Cambridge. First ever rules of football in the Oh, well, there you go. That's, that's right. not Cambridge United. That's the city Cambridge. of Cambridge. One of our facts, extra facts, is Freddie Starr yeah. nearly bought the club. Did he? Oh, oh, come well, on, there's there way rumors. better facts than that. You can't pick that as the best fact. That, that makes it seem very... Very, very, very West Country there. When oh. got, it's like Charlie yeah. does that. Charlie. No, the best, yeah. the um, best fact is... You can't be saying that. Don't be saying that. What was that? That's what... Hey... Don't cross the line. Let's have some fun. That's right. <laughs> Don't cross the line. Don't cross the line. Oh, let's have some fun. Um, uh, Jason Donovan. There were rumours that Jason Donovan was going to buy Cambridge once, but he didn't. Oh. Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about that. But uh, Just to clarify, that is not the best Texas City fact. The best Texas City fact is that we were the first team to play Brazil. There we go. Oh, that is a good fact. And on was that, that note... Was that in the LDV vans? Was that in the... Uh, for the first time ever, you could have said, oh, do you want to come to the game? Who are you playing? You could have actually said Brazil. Brazil, yeah. Oh, we're playing Brazil. Oh. Yeah. Well, basically, Dunga, we played, didn't season he? tour of South America in Argentina, then on the way back, they stopped in Brazil and the Brazilian FA put a team together to play against Exeter City and it became the national team. Brilliant. That's a good fact. Yes. It was worth coming on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go you got that in your back pocket yeah. <laughs> thank you so much Max thank you oh no I've had a really nice time no thanks it's nearly in bre- the way I'm it- sad I'm sad it's over it's nearly What's time really for your brekkie what breakfast you do you can't... eat in Australia what's, what's um, a, a typical Australia very like brunch is very basically they're, they're ahead of the UK with brunch so like, everything is they'll take something nice like a fry up and then they'll put something silly on it like, like a know, what like a mango yeah or they'll, they'll smash the avocado but then they'll just put too many things on it they'll pickle some feta and put it on it like, let's just come right. i just have a i just want a safe yeah i like a safe breakfast my as, as the day goes on my eating gets more adventurous yeah but early in the morning yeah i just want peanut butter on toast max sorry can i ask one more really quick question honestly whatever you like um do you see spiders? Oh um, no! So, so, so the first, the first we got wow, to our house yes. in Melbourne. This means yes. And and there's a there's above our bed is like a little grate, and it's it's like it's like the perfect size 
for a house for a spider, right? It's like, why did they build that there? Did it so a spider could live there? So we get into bed on the first night. I'm lying there, I'm sort of looking up, and these legs just come out of this. No. Yeah, yeah, these legs just come out of this little grate and this big spider. I'm going to say, I'm going to say like this, this big, not like that big, but this big, which is great for the song, just for the tape. Um, it's not like a, it's not a hand span, but it's no. like maybe a fist. So it's yeah. like a fist. Is it thick quite, or thin? It's got thin legs, but quite a big body. <laughs> and my wife is like, look, he, he's probably, just, he'll just stay there. Um, and I'm like, I can't sleep. I don't want to live in Australia anymore. On <laughs> day one, night one. I've got to go back. Yeah. Got to go back. We can't do this. We can't bring children into the world in this. Yeah. I know in, I know in central London, people get stabbed all the time. Your lungs are smaller because of the air quality, but we can't live here. No. <laughs> and then, and then I was like, so how do I, I don't want to, I don't want to kill him because maybe that'll release the pheromones. For the other spiders to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, well, how can I humanely take this spider away from his house? So I've got the Dyson, the Dyson. Oh, really? Because I think I'll just suck him in. He'll go in his that little bit, and then I can just like push him outside. I worry he'll hit the edge and then into my face or something. Yeah. So so I get the Dyson and I have to put it on. It's got light, medium, and strong. And, and strong spider. The, the, yeah. The, yeah <laughs> <but> spider that <laughs> on spider setting, like yeah. it can only it can only suck for like a minute because it's yeah. like it uses the So I have to use spider setting. I'm getting like a and I was not aware of the inner mechanisms of the Dyson Hoover, but it is not a humane way to inhale a spider and <laughs> oh. he exploded into a thousand pieces oh, how do you know dust. what can, is it how do you know it's got a clear it's like oh yeah, you the, see the, it oh you my you see God. the dust and all that you so you saw the murder good. i saw wanker. the murder good yeah so in my hope, wanker uh, get rid oh, of him yeah. i'm sorry but, so all then i got the then i got pest control man to come yeah just i'll like, check the great the house spray he sprayed the whole house yeah. Have you, have you, so yeah. Isn't there like loads of venomous ones? Well, I went for a jog down. There's a little creek. There's a little creek near where I live. And I went for my first jog. You know, you go, oh, I'm going to get to know the area. I'll go for a little run. And I'm, I'm not a very fast runner. I find running quite upsetting, but I want to, you know, try and stay in shape, relative shape. Enough to play 90 minutes. That's the key, right? You've got a good body. And, Stop and, it. Very kind of And, um, <laughs> Just in chalk, someone had just written "danger snakes." In chalk, it's not like <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Is, I mean, that's it's a very friendly passerby or a, or a prankster, but like you don't get that when you're running down the Farringdon. Oh, I might do that down there. That's good. Danger yeah. snakes. Yeah, just yeah. write it in chalk. Just yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank Cheers, you, Max. Thank no you. worries. Yeah, great to meet you. Yeah, oh, really nice to meet you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take it easy. See you later. Bye.